To the Game Central podcast, episode 119. I am Gareth, uh, your host for this week, because Rob, he's not ill, he's not away, he's not on holiday, there's no family emergency, he just wants to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> but luckily, I'm not alone. I'm joined by David Ellery. Say hello, Dave. Hey, hello. Hey, you've not let me down this week. No, of course not, never let you down. Apart from every Sunday from now until Apart from every Sunday until now until uh, the end of July. But, you know. You got a good excuse. Well, you got an excuse. A standard excuse, you know. I can't help being... Well, I can. But I am planning a wedding. And so all my weekends are taken up with planning and seeing family members. It's like this Sunday I had to go to a... um, Had to go to a baby shower Mm -hmm. to please the person who's going to come to our wedding. Um, because obviously if we don't come to her baby shower she might not come to the wedding and that's really important to my wife to be so I was like okay cool and then I had to go on a family meal out where all we did for about two hours was discuss everything that needed to be done in the wedding um I feel like, like the I've had con- Woo! no I just feel like I've had this conversation about six it. times already um, oh. <laughs> but you know Another one, another go, might as well. Just, just have try- it one more time with me, and then have it on your phone ready. And if anyone asks, just press play. Yeah, it's kind of just like you know what. Um, so it's just like a rundown of what's happening on the day, and like you know, everyone's just double checking that they're in the right place, and everyone knows what they're doing. And I'm right. like, yeah, everyone knows what they're doing. Everything's paid for. Like we're good. <laughs> the only thing left to do is quite literally me to write my speech, and then us to physically get married legally, right. and sign the registrar where I have to say that I'm married. Um, yeah, but that's it. Like, you make no it sound panic. very romantic, Dave. Oh, it's going to be the best day of my life. I'm actually really excited about it, genuinely. I know I sound like I'm, um, I'm a bit pessimistic, but I think I'm just tired. <laughs> Plus you have a very monotone voice, which doesn't lend itself to enthusiasm very well. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, it's going good. to be grand. I almost, no, I yeah, almost believed you. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, it's gonna be really good. Um, I've just got to. So my next appointment is next Monday. I've got to meet the casino people Ooh. to talk about uh, where they're gonna set up their um, play casino tables, um, and then I've got to talk to the DJ about what music I want to play. And I'm just gonna sneak in like really like disgusting death metal tunes, even though I don't listen to it. I just want to laugh. Mm-hmm. When I'm at the bar and like Slipknot comes on, and my wife then looks at me just like, "Did you ask him to play this?" And I'll be like, "No, yes, totally, totally asked him to play this." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was dancing to like the Grease medley, and then you know, before I forget comes on, uh, you know, and everyone starts moshing. Imagine <sighs> rubbing that mosh that pick way. actually stomping on people's necks. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Uh... So, uh, because Rob's yeah. not here this week, uh, I think we're just going to try and be a bit more sexist, a bit more aggressive sexually to each other. Uh, I think to make oh, up yeah. for the, for the <laughs> we'll make We'll make an abject, what's the name, uh, a measured effort to be as sexist as I possibly can. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, we've got a quote from Rob. 
Uh, oh, really? he said, "Yeah, wait, I'll get it up." Uh, okay. Oh, you, you'll get it up, mate. Yeah, oh, hell yes. Uh, from the yeah, here it is. It says, "When I said that I couldn't attend the podcast on Sunday because I was organising the wedding, his response was, leave it to the women.' Mate, the women are dealing with it. There we go. <laughs> Done." <laughs> He said There's, his purpose. Yeah, we said his purpose. We do, by the way, Gareth, need to invest in a soundboard for his absence. Yeah, he doesn't so have we... as many catchphrases as you would want, but he, there's a few themes he repeats. Precisely. I think it's just more the fact that we just need to take snippets, and every now and then he just beatboxes, and every now and then he just like shouts at his girlfriend. <laughs> every now and then he... uh you know, claims that, I don't know, it's all down to the immigrants or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then just <laughs> the sound of a pug slowly suffocating in the background. Because <laughs> that seems yeah. to happen every week as well. That's exactly what we need to do. Just so that when we are lonely, we can feel comfort in the knowledge that, well, he's here in spirit. Yeah, we sell that on the App Store, make a million pounds. Precisely, job done. But before we make a million pounds, Dave, we need to watch our money. Precisely. Which is uh, where yeah. the Ellery Ip comes in more useful than it's ever been. Especially with you. Spending all that money on a wedding, you need to save your pounds, mate. Precisely. So, uh, yeah, I've got some deals for you. You got some um, deals for me? For everyone, actually. Well, then, without so... further ado, why don't we take it over to the Ellery Ip! Right, so this week, um, some slightly good, slightly disappointing games. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, deals are deals. I think um, Xbox are really stretching. Um, I thought they were stretching it the last time I did the Eddie Rip. Um, but they are seriously stretching the definition of what they call a deal. Oh. Um, but I'll start with the good news from PlayStation. Go on then, so, PlayStation fanboy. Yeah, no, this is the thing, and this is what makes you cry every week, is that I own an Xbox. <laughs> I know. Okay. I I don't have a PlayStation, and every single week, I do this research, I look up literally about an hour before the podcast starts, so I'm just like, this is the most up-to-date information that I can get, and Xbox always just shits their pants, and PlayStation just comes out with the best deals, all the time. Anyway, um, enough about my life. Um, they've... PlayStation on the store has currently got a big in Japan style um, and I'm guessing this is all the games which have sold hugely in Japan um, now this is going to sound insert racist comment from Rob um, this <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of well, I don't know there's a lot of anime games on here which I've never heard of. So um, if you're into anime RPGs, then and you own a PlayStation. By the way, this is this deal or these sales go across all the platforms, but I'm focusing solely on the PlayStation 4 um, section, um, just for ease of mod 
modernity, really. Um, but the top game, and I had to include it simply because it just made me giggle, is that big in Japan, Papa Rapper the Rapper. <laughs> what? Did you never play this game? I know what it is. One. It's a, rapper it's the a rapper. flat dog, right? That's... Yes, it's a flat dog who, who raps with an onion dojo master. It's like the most surreal mission. Because I remember having the demo disc on PlayStation 1. Um, it was it, it like came with like the box. And I generally didn't know what I was playing when I was like 10. <laughs> Staring at this game, just following the button routine, just going, is that seriously a dog and an onion? I don't know whether this makes sense. Anyway, they've, for some reason, done a HD remake of it. It's available on PlayStation 4 for 8 quid. So, uh, you know, it's worth a shot. Will that Um, game also be sozard because of the weird no lag anymore thing? Probably, yes. Yeah, you probably could be able to complete it now because you don't have that (laughs) shitty button lag and you don't miss for no apparent reason. Um, A modern game, Persona 5, you can get £10 off for 45 quid. Wait, uh, it's still cost? 45 quid? It's still 45 Oh, actually, that's the... I think it's a special edition. You get That's not just normal. I should have included that. Uh, yeah, that is the special edition. So I think you get some sort of DLC, but I'm, I'm not sure if that's just costumes. So, again, judge it. But I've heard that Persona 5 is a really good game. And then one of my personal favourite games, which actually was on the GameCube, uh, it never came out on any of the, you know, other consoles. It was a GameCube, um, what's the name? Exclusive. It's uh, Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Of all the awesome GameCube games you could have said, that is the least awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fucking great. This game was amazing back in the day when I had a GameCube and I had Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, which was a Metal Gear Solid 1 remake. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fantastic. Um, I think we had Donkey Kong Bongos. Donkey Konga? Yes, that's it. I, I thought it was called Donkey Konga, but in my head I went, that sounds wrong. Uh, we had a Star Fox game. We have a Star Fli- Star Wars Rogue yeah, Fighter, I think. Squadron. Squadron. Damn. Great uh, that was that was a good game as well, and then we had this Harvest Moon and um, Pikmin. Okay. But we were shit at Pikmin. Uh, but Harvest Moon was like a farm simulator where you would go and literally the first chapter of your life you have to find a wife, and we spent about quite literally me and my younger brother for like the whole six weeks we just like played this game every day. Wait, you only have uh, six weeks in the holidays? Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Six weeks holiday, um, summer holidays, you would only, like, we were just playing Harvest Moon. So that's for £6.50 if you want the HD remake on PlayStation 4. And if I don't want the HD remake, uh, can I keep the £6.50? Uh, I guess you could, but then you're missing out on one of the greatest farm simulators known to man. Well, but then I have money to, like, throw at poor people and make them dance. Ah, uh, that's true. But uh, does that ever work? Now, in Birmingham, it doesn't. Uh, do you just throw money at people and they dance for you? Like some sort of overzealous king. <laughs> they do call me the overzealous king of Manchester. Well, yeah, it does sound like that. 
Um, yeah, so £6.50 saved if you don't like farm simulators, you weirdo. Um, Xbox. <laughs> um, now, they do games of gold, and this time, it's like... They, right, I've never heard of this game. Okay. Uh, it's called Runbow. Um, Runbow. And it, yeah, Runbow. But it's just one word. R-U-N-B-O-W. Like a rainbow. Okay, and it's like... It's, yeah, just like a rainbow. I thought I misread it the first time. Um, but it's like a running... It's like a battle arena game where you've got four modes. One is like you you can shoot... Um, one is literally like a battle arena. You can pick up like you know special items and you kill everyone in the arena. One's like a run arena, similar to speedrunners, where you've just got to run away from the screen. Last one standing. And then there's two others. One's called like Siege, and I forgot what the other one's called. Um, but if I'm honest, it, it seems like a chaotic mess because eight people can play at once. Mm. Um, and from all the screenshots that I've seen and all the videos that I've seen of it, I, I, I don't understand what's going on. But it's free if you've got gold. Um, so that's worth it. Grow Up as well, which is a platformer where you're that weird robot, red robot thing. Yeah. Um, I played it a little bit. It's quite good. Um, and on 360, which is compatible with the Xbox One, you've got Lego Parts of the Caribbean. So that's quite good. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Really, really putting the stops out this month for uh, Games of Gold. Uh, in, like I said before, so this is what Xbox called deals. And I had to really search through about six pages to find these three games. Um, the last two, by the way, I just gave up and I just thought <laughs> I'd go for the cheapest ones. Um, and that's sad seeing there's only three on my list. Um, <laughs> you have got the, the, the one game which I thought was worth your £8 was DMC, so Devil May Cry 4, the special edition. So that's worth your eight quid if you like your Devil May Cry. You can also get the DMC definitive edition for like eight pounds as well, and that's the modern Dante with short brown hair. Okay. Um, uh, the other two games, one's for eight pounds, one for nine pounds, okay? And by the way, um, so this first game, they're so proud of it that they've actually got a dedicated banner on the Xbox store telling me that you can save 80% on this game and they want you to buy it okay Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 for 9 quid and they are so proud of that deal that they've put it on the banner as if it's like the best deal in the world which one was 5? Pro Skater 5 was the one that gave everybody's console cancer and it wouldn't work Hmm. like you know it's, it's an absolute shambles of the game is that the newest one? That's the newest one. Oh no, don't buy that! Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Shit, don't tell people that's on sale. Someone's gonna I mean. buy that shit. They were so proud of it. They were like, yeah, buy this game. It's digital. Yeah, but that means I can't delete it. It means it's probably gonna latch onto my bleeding hard drive and never be deleted and corrupt all my saves or something like that. Oh no. Anyway, nine quid if you want to risk giving your, can- what's that, your Xbox cancer. Um, the other one as well, which I thought was just hilarious because I've seen some YouTubers play it, um, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> okay. Have you heard of this game? I've heard of the TV show. Yeah, it's based off the, the American TV show where that family of hillbillies literally just hunts things for for laughs and they sell like the hinds or stuff. Um, but yeah, this Duck Dynasty game is like one of the, what, what, like, a really famous game on YouTube which is being god awful. But you can get it for eight quid. 
and you can just do your duck calls and shoot geese and ducks and I think you can eventually shoot bears I don't know anyway it's a hunting game so if you've got 8 quid and you fancy just throwing it to the wind buy Duck Dynasty don't spend take that 8 quid get a bus to the nearest park and go and feed the fucking geese there (laughs) feed the ducks there have a nice day out maybe meet a woman maybe do her in a bush who knows Rob would approve Exactly. And then because, tweet him a picture of the back of her head while you're nobbing her, and he'll, exactly. he'll be well excited for you. With the hashtag only pay the £8. There we go. Yeah. Done. Okay, that's probably worth it. But I honestly gave up, Gareth, because as soon as I got to like the seventh page, at the bottom of the seventh page, there was a deal or a pre order deal for Assassin's Creed Origins. Ugh. And I went, you know what, I'm not going to scroll through. Which version? The £300 one or. No, the 75 quid version. You can now get it for 68. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thanks for the deal. Anyway, right, uh, I, on to Steam. I have... Yeah, can't I'm so I sad can't, at those deals. I just can't accept the fact that, you know, Xbox is trying to give you a deal on a game which hasn't been released yet. Like, stop. I'm hoping Steam salvages the deals for the week. Steam has salvaged it a little bit, okay? I'm going to start with my jokey one because it had, and this is Steam's own words, overwhelmingly positive reviews. Wow. Okay? £4 can buy you Euro Truck Simulator 2. Kerching. Okay? Euro Truck Simulator. So you can drive across Europe and explore cities being a, how did they describe it? The world's fastest delivery driver. So yeah, that's going to be fantastic. And honest to God, I thought overwhelmingly positive reviews. So I clicked on it and scrolled down. And some of the reviews were just like, you are missing out on this game. And then like that was the title of the review. And then scrolling further down and reading through it, the gist of it was, although you laugh because Euro Truck Simulator is meant to be a jokey game, this is one of the most addictive play uh, playthroughs I've ever had the privilege of, you know, doing. And I was like, wow, really? driving a truck for like he said and the distances are realistic <laughs> why would I want to drive from Burma to Manchester and it legitimately takes me an hour and a half why would I want that to happen oh god humanity has made a mistake with the internet <laughs> I think they have a bit haven't they need to walk it back <laughs> step back a bit take, take the keyboard away from these people um, anyway, we've also got the likes of Firewatch, which is the walking simulator, but has got outstanding reviews. Um, oh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, you know Firewatch. Yeah, they call them walking simulators, but it's like a, it's like a spectacle, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, like a story. You just play through the yeah. story. You play through the story. That's so. That's for seven pounds. Um, and then we've got a, and I think Steam must have cottoned on to what PlayStation are doing because we've got quite a lot of Japanese. Um, RPGs, but this one caught my eye. It's called uh, Yonder Cloud Capture Chronicles, and it's got the same um, art style and play type as um, Zelda Wind Waker. Ah. So you're a you actually like build a boat. You could go and explore different islands, and your your job is quite literally to be Zelda and just to eradicate the evils on these islands. Wait, wait, wait. It's not a Zelda ripoff, I swear. When you say to be Zelda. Well, yeah. I mean, Link. Thank God, thank God. Yeah, I'm not that idiot. Uh, You have me so worried. 
podcast. You know, your job is to be Zelda and just sit in a castle. I was going to have to end this podcast, it. run to Birmingham, punch you in the face, <laughs> and then run back. It'd be worth it. Yeah, no, to be Link and just, you know, eradicate evil. But it, it, it looks really good from the gameplay um, videos and uh, that I've watched. So, um, okay. yeah. Well, I've never heard of that pounds. game, but I trust you. Yeah, exactly. £15, I think it was worth a shot, you know, for those who like that sort of game. Sure. Um, but, yeah. I'm just going to selfishly this week just slam Harvest Moon A Wonderful Life in the vault because I think if... Um, if Rolf Harris is still in there, um, he would love a farming simulator. So, you know, I'm locking that in there. He would also love a small child to molest. He probably would, but I'm sure he's got about five of them already with him. Wait, who, who let them in the vault? Rob, probably. You know oh, what he's no. like? He's fucking... He just gives the prisoners what they want. He wants to be their best friend. That is true. Bad times. But yeah, that's it for the Elliot. Ralph Harris <laughs> molesting children in a vault. There's no escape from that vault. No, Once the isn't. deals are locked in there, there's no... Exactly, there's no and I mean it, it's locked in. You know, it's a bit scary, that. All those kids. On to the news! <laughs> Okay, in this week's news, uh, we're going to start off with the oldest piece of news, which is not news to anyone, ironically, because we are about six years too late for this news. Probably, yeah. But Nintendo have officially announced a SNES Mini! Woo! Which they're going to make no stock of, charge too much money for, and then announce a sequel to it six months later. The fact that we were strolling through the news articles uh, literally 20 minutes ago and I came across a news story to say that GameStop in America is now proud that it's so it's so good for them to get Switch in stock. It's actually made news. <laughs> like, you know, it actually made gaming news that GameStop in America has Switch consoles in stock. So if that's their most recent console and they're happy about that, and they want to make money from it, and they're still not stocking places properly. What what are the chances that we're going to get one of these? There's probably going to be one in the whole of the United Kingdom. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But, you know, the important thing to remember is that um, Don Goss said that the Switch is going to be Nintendo's last ever console. So the fact that it's doing incredibly well, everyone ignore that because Don's always right. Don Don is always right. The so, Switch will be Nintendo's know. undoing. They're going to go out of business. Uh, They're going to go out of business. Guaranteed. But this SNES Mini, is this quite a nice little looking thing? It looks quite nice, I'll be honest. It's, uh, a, it's a lot sleeker than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, they're not showing off the console, the, um, what's the name, length? The, um, the lead length. Are they not? Because that, yeah, they're not, they're just showing it all wrapped up. Uh, so they're saying, "Oh, this is what our cons- this, this is what the controller looks like, but all the lead is behind it." And you go, "Come on, could you give us like a decent lead length this time, rather than the thirty centimeters that you gave us for the NES Classic?" They'd be foolish not to extend that <laughs> out because it was literally the yeah. only issue people had. People yeah, quite literally, and the fact that it wasn't stocked. But you know, it's you know, 
it gives you everything that you expect you know hdmi reboots or hdmi connectivity with a bit of a upgrade for all of the good um games that you really expect on there such as dave contra free uh donkey kong country we've got earthbound final fantasy free mm-hmm. which is the english version um of final fantasy six huh. okay Nothing How confusing odd. about that. Yeah, nothing confusing about that at all, is there? Anyway, yeah, we've got games from like Kirby. We've got Mega Man. Is it Mega Man X or Mega Man 10? I believe it's X. I'm just going to go Mega Man X. We've got Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past as well on there. Um, Star Fox 1 and 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, um, Super Castlevania. Not just that shitty Castlevania, but the Super Castlevania. Oh, yeah. Uh, Super Mario Kart, Mario RPG, um, Super Mario World, Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and Super Metroid. So, quite a good selection of games, actually. Punch Out, but it's Secret of Mana as well. And it's worth yeah. noting that Star Fox 2 has never been released before, so this will be the first time it's ever been actually released. Oh, yes. Which is fucking weird. Which is odd, isn't it? Yeah, I'll be honest. This is so Nintendo in its way. It is. But that's the reason why it's going to cost £120, isn't it? (laughs) By the way, I don't know how much it's going to cost. It doesn't say. Um, It's irrelevant because no one's ever going to be able to buy one. Precisely, but it's irrelevant because the only time you're ever going to be able to buy one is on eBay for £120. Yep. By the way, I'm just going to have to unplug a load of shit out of the back of my PC. Uh, So give me a second of annoying noises. Hit. There we go. Ah, okay. It, basically, what's happened is uh, I had a load of shit connected in. It's been making noises the whole time, which you wouldn't have been hearing, Dave. But well, you have. At home will keep being like, shit, someone's unplugged from my PC. Oh no, that was the podcast. <laughs> That'll really be annoying people. Um, I'm not going to get a Super Nintendo mini thing. No, I'm actually not even. Like, it sounds good and all. But if I'm honest, I don't play retro games. Like even, like I've got no, I've got no interest in doing it. Like I played it back then, I probably completed it. The fact that I can now save my progress doesn't actually interest me. You didn't complete it. Who are you kidding? No, of course I didn't. Of course I didn't fucking complete it because when the SNES was out, I was probably six. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't complete anything. I just convinced myself that I did because I was six. Six out of ten, maybe. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm just agreeing in a sexual tone about everything that you're saying. Um, should we keep on Nintendo news? Sure, oh, no, That's yeah. only Nintendo news. Sorry, I actually didn't cross that oh, one out. Wait, you fucking do No, but we can go on to <laughs> old consoles becoming new consoles because Atari has yeah. that they're bringing out a gaming console for the modern era. Almost exactly the same as Nintendo did and made a shitload of money on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm actually... It looks nice. It looks very... very the good. wood one looks... Oh, it yeah, looks very really nice. But the for the viewers at home, especially for a podcast, this is going to be a great section. Mm. But um, the black and red one looks dreadful. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it really looks cheap so I would um, encourage all of our podcast um, listeners to really go and google this um, the wood effect looks really nice and should I should I describe it for everyone 
I think you um, should go into excruciating detail. I'm going to go with first of all the um, like Marks and Spencer style reading mm. of the official um, release information. Please do. It's a smooth design with ribs that flow seamlessly all around the body of the product. A front panel that can either be wood or glass. It also has a front facing logo which lights up and glows through the material and highlights the array of new ports which include a HDMI input, four times USB and an SD port which is interesting I mean actually it looks very sexy (laughs) as long as it's the word one as long as it's the word one just don't look at the red one because it's minging Um, so an SD card port which is going to be interesting Um, but yeah it looks interesting it sounds like it's going to be quite cool uh, but the best that we can give you is that it's going to have in modern internal specs that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> that's their specs. That's not specs. No, that's it. Spe- specs literally means specification. Specification. But all they've given us is that oh, it's going to be modern. Okay, yeah. thanks. Our specifics. <laughs> we have the most modern specifics. That's like a Donald Trump quote. In <laughs> Our specifics are the most. <laughs> modern. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be modern. And yeah. then, um, so yeah. They didn't say. Did they, you said they said a hundred games, hundred plus games, right? Yeah, that they've um, promised for it, but That's they insane. haven't. But they haven't. They haven't like expanded on what those games would include, and whether they're going to be IP. Is that going to be a hundred IPs, or is that going to be a hundred games like Skyrim, so Professor <laughs> can sell their game again? Uh, <laughs> you know, um, no price or release date. Um, so far, um, <laughs> and the most generic um, line as well. All of our modern internal specs, along with lots more information and status updates to come. <sighs> Thanks. That just sounds like they don't even know how they're going to make it work. They were uh, just it, like, I bet if we like put wood lit- on it, we'll precisely. Be it looks like someone has just quite literally um, hired an intern to create a you know, InDesign 3D model of this Atari box and it's going to be great, but they don't know how it's going to work and they don't know what games are going to be released on it and they don't know whether it's actually going to be anywhere near better than the Jaguar, which was released in 1993. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, if they release a quality premium product with a shitload of games on it in the vein of the NES and SNES classic, they're going to make a lot of money. So it's very interesting. I think that's it. Exactly. You know, we want it. How long before everything else follows this exact suit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we've already got the Sega um, releasing their mini um, we? version. Well, no, because they're doing the SNES. They're doing the Sega Saturn mini console, aren't they? Ugh. So, so that's going to have like 200 something games. And that's going to, again, it's just a retro console. 
I don't care. Um, so also Mass Effect, your lovely Mass Effect game. Yeah, that, uh, I'm the only person on Earth who liked it, apparently. Yeah, apparently. But, you know, tough shit, mate, because you're not going to have any single-player DLC. In... <sighs> How are you feeling about this? Because that's a bit disappointing, isn't it? It is. They set up DLC very heavily in the game. They were clearly banking on Andromeda doing very well. And I don't, yeah. I don't think it did badly sales-wise, right? They just know if they release DLC, no fucker's going to buy it. Apart yeah. From me. <laughs> Apart from you. And about six other people in Manchester. Yeah, there are very obvious points in that story where the the main character might as well turn to the camera and go, "Find out in the DLC coming later this year." <laughs> like, it's just very clearly alluding to God, shit. That's, God, that's we can stuff. explore that planet in the DLC. <laughs> you and know, that's not far off. Yeah. Uh, it's not unexpected though. As much as I would have liked some Andromeda DLC. And it probably still will be one of my top, probably like top five games of the year because I really enjoyed oh, yeah. it. Uh, no one else did. Yeah, I think you know unless they fix like the bugbear issues, like you know the small graphical issues and things like that, I don't think the game can just survive DLC. Yeah, I mean when it's like I said when I, I guess it was a review just talking about it like. I feel like that game is very specifically appeals to a lot of what I like anyway. So yeah, unless you have my very specific overlaps in <laughs> interests, then I don't think I, I'm not surprised that people don't like that game. I guess dicks. Yeah, I think from yeah from the feedback I've seen from my other mates, they said it's just it's just very long and it took them ages to get into it, and I think that's why you know, like you said, you. You like that sort of shit, so everyone's like, and everyone else doesn't, so yeah, that's it. And I guess it does come down to the fact that, you know, a lot of their workforce has moved. Yeah. Because you've got Battlefront 2 coming out, which will be our next um, news point, and then we've got, like, things like Anthem. Um, So a lot of the workforce has kind of been divided onto newer games, so they're like, oh yeah, no, DLC that we said that we would release, yeah, we lied. Oh, well. My bad. Maybe oh, they'll yeah. do some kind of like thing where they said this is what it was gonna be, and like fill in the blanks because there's gaps there that I would like to be filled as a fan of that game. Yeah, precisely. I think they owe it. You know, to if me. they're gonna leave it, <laughs> well, no offense, but if they're gonna leave it that open ended, then they owe it to the people who actually did fucking play the game to yeah. end it. Anyway, talking about DLC that Defo isn't DLC. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Battlefront Two has leaked. Um, all of, well, some returning and new heroes, which will be available, including the likes of General Grievous. Yes, I love General yes. Grievous. He's fucking awesome. Like, genuinely buzzing. Like, you know, I, and I feel like I've fallen into a massive fucking trap here, you know? <laughs> it generally feels like I've just literally been mugged off by EA massively. Because this is this is almost predictability. This is the most predictable move that they can make. Right, so we've made or we've we've hyped up Battlefront one, okay, to be one of the best or reboots. Um we've one of the best loved multiplayer games on 
the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be shit, <laughs> and we are going to give you really shit. What's name heroes? Which to take the piss, you're gonna have to pay for. So people like Neon Numb. Do you know Neon Numb? Uh, off the top I'm of your head, a picture what's he of like? him now? Yeah. Oh, I was about to say off the top of your head, what does he look like? Now I would have known who he was off the top of my head. <sighs> He's that random fucking. What's saying pilot? Isn't yeah, he's he? like a f- half fish man. He's <laughs> he's at the end of the third film. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, by which I mean Return of the Jedi. When like yeah. Lando does something, he turns to the fish man. The fish guy go. <laughs> yeah, the fish man chuckles, doesn't he? And that's yeah. it. That's his. That's his big old fucking. That's his big old scene. Anyway, so they release really shit characters, and then they expect you to pay for it, mm. and then everyone moans. So when they and they're just chuckling to themselves, aren't they? In head office, going, <laughs> Battlefield Battlefront Two is going to be released, and then at EA, we're going to say that you don't have to pay for DLC, and we're going to give you all the heroes, which are actually fucking heroes. And now we're going to sell so many copies that it's going to rake in all of that money. But anyway, if they if, threw the first one under the bus, so the second one will be awesome, then that's genius. Yeah, but that's it. That's what I feel like is exactly happening because let's be honest, this is exactly what everyone wants. So let let me just literally just shout out some um, heroes. Um, the heroes for um, Battlefront that we know are the likes of so returning Luke Skywalker. I've, Le- I've heard of that guy. Yeah, you know that guy, yeah. uh, Leia as well. I know her. Uh, Han Solo. Oh, great. Darth Vader cool. and Emperor Palpatine awesome. and Boba Fett. Great. Okay, that's a good list. Yeah, returning as well is also Lando Cal- Calrissian. Great, love Lando. Okay, Chewbacca, and sure. um, I think Greedo's coming back as well. Okay, so that's going to be quite good. Right, yeah. Okay, and then they just went, oh, you know what? People like Ray from the new movies. Yeah. Um, Captain Phasma, who's from Rogue One. No, she's there uh, from. Force Awakens. Oh, she's from Force Awakens. Oh, my bad. Um, you can get Kylo Ren. Yoda. Yes. Everyone shits a brick with Yoda. Darth Maul. Fucking Dream. yes. And now you've got the likes of fucking General Grievous. All we need now, yeah, is old Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon <laughs> Jinn. Okay. Qui-Gon would fucking, be a good shout. Qui-Gon would be an, an epic shout. And then, just to take the piss, um, really young episode one Anakin. Skywalker. <laughs> he just walks onto the field and you get like a billion points for cutting his head off. He walks onto the field and, all, and and his only attack is that, you know, he just spawns a fucking fighter jet and just shoots droids. <laughs> <laughs> I If, if you had asked me genuinely, and I'm not bullshitting here, if you'd asked me who my dream character would be to be in that game, I would have said General Grievous. Yeah, genuinely. He's a fucking awesome character. Like, he started out in that Clone Wars cartoon, which was amazing, drawn by the fucking creator of Samurai Jack. Like, it's incredible. And then in that film, he, like... He's a fucking badass, man. He wields four lightsabers at once, and he... Exactly. And then, hopefully... So, if General Grievous is in it, you've got the likes of Count Dooku as well. That could be on the books. Yep, that'd be alright. And, you know, so many. Like, come on, Kit Fisto. Let's just get fucking Mace Windu in there as well. I'd love a bit of you Fisto. Know? That's what I mean. I want a bit of, of Asajj Ventress as well. She wields two lightsabers at once, and she's like a... She looks... 
she looks like an alien, but precisely kind of awesome. I don't know how to describe it, but she's cool. It's going to be epic. I'd want Darth Maul with the like spider legs as well. Yes, like Clone Wars styling. Yeah. Yes. But this is what I mean, is that, you know, we're already talking about it in hyped tones. So you're saying is that this is exactly it, like, they've just fucking, we've fallen into EA's trap. They've just gone, this is exactly what we want. Oh yeah, they, they've grabbed me right by the balls. Like, Precisely. I will and I'm probably definitely buy this, this game. just because 100%. I want them to know that General Grievous is a good character, who I like, who's a big deal, who is good enough to sell shit but give me a grievous game where i just murder everything in the universe yeah precisely and i'm happy by the way if he's false block attack because most jedis in this game has false block and it's like an impenetrable shield for like 15 seconds okay okay? if general grievous's false block attack or special move isn't him spinning all four lightsabers okay and blocking fucking everything i think they miss a trick you know He, he should be able to like run up walls and shit Precisely. Because he can't... Oh, okay. All right. I'm about to buy that game. Precisely. So I'm well hyped for it. I'm going to buy that game, and then I'm going to send a photo of me buying that game to EA saying, I only bought this because General Grievous is in it. (laughs) Support Grievous. Hashtag... Don't fuck this up. Hashtag support Grievous. Yeah. Oh, Grievous is so good. That was... We spent way too long talking about that. Yeah, we did. But it was worth it, wasn't it? It was, Oh, so worth it. Anyway, I heard that you've got some great music to play. Not yet. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't destroy the fucking magic of I know. the podcast. We have to take enthusiasm and uh, throw it in a blender because the people who made that new show that's on Netflix about Castlevania, yeah, they're making a show based on another video game. It's only yeah. Assassin's Creed. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. Oh, as if. I know. Is it going to be an anime, or is it going to be, like, real-life piece? I assume it's going to be an anime, because Castlevania is an anime. Yeah, that's what I mean. Castlevania, I've watched two episodes, and it's quite good. Um, So, you know, it's on the back burner at the minute, because I've got to finish some other things. Um, So, if it is an anime, it'll be better. Mm -hmm. And I reckon... As long as they don't start saying, like, it's fucking canon or some shit, <laughs> you know? Because the Assassin's Creed canon is fucked as it is. So, you know, I can't. I mean, who cares? No one yeah. cares about Assassin's Creed at this point. Well, that's it. If it's just in the Assassin's Creed universe and it's a really cool, like, Assassin's anime, then I'm up for it, yeah. you know? But if they try and include like some sort of fucking oh it's canon or and just convoluting it, it depends actually how they take it because the story mode is quite convoluted as it is. So if it goes down that road, then yeah, I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm not going to understand the story. Hopefully, yeah. it's just an Assassin's Creed anime which is going to look amazing. I think it'll be cool if say they do I don't know eight episodes something like that. If every episode was set in a different time period. So you get that Assassin's yes. Creed feel, but like the story can carry on. Like maybe they're after the same artifact in every single episode, and it, you just see it moving through time. Something like that would be cool and interesting. Yeah, but it's probably not going to be that. It's probably not, is it? No. Oh, we'll wait and see. Let's just be quietly optimistic. 
you know, I'm a fan of anime. I'm a fan of Assassin's Creed ish. Um, you know, I say ish because I think I only enjoyed Assassin's Creed one and two. It's um, been like 23 of them since then. I was about to say, all the rest have just been fucking irritating. Um, but I'm actually generally looking forward to Origins. So hopefully this, um, like I said, I'm actually a bit scared that this might be a prequel or some sort of fucking story add-on to Origins mm-hmm. or something. Like, oh, Let's hope it don't go down there. Let's hope, it, like it said, it's just some sort of... Um, non-related but sequential like time periods where you know it's like the same person going through different time periods and be it's cool. all conclusive in one episode that would be quite cool it, it's good based on graphic alright yeah. last news story uh, Facebook are planning a wireless VR headset that doesn't need a PC or a smartphone and it's going to be so 150 quid so how does it work uh, well, it's going to be about as powerful as the Gear VR is, which is the one that runs off your phone. Yeah, it runs off the phone. So yeah. imagine if instead of putting your phone in it, it just already has the technology of like a phone inside it, but it doesn't need Oh, so it's, a, so it's an inclusive unit. It's like the Virtual Boy. Yes, sure. But I mean, all they need in there is like the gyroscope and then the thing to run the graphics, right? And a bit of Wi-Fi. Like they don't need it yeah. to make calls or take messages. They don't need it to oh, run any point, crazy yeah. apps. So it, I can see how they can make this for pretty cheap. But it's not... This isn't an Oculus Rift. It's not, you know, walk around your room and it's like I'm really walking around a virtual room. This is sit in a, on a chair and look around. It's not crazy. Shit. Is it gaming or is it just a virtual reality? So in theory, there's no reason you can't sit there with a controller and play a VR game on it. Yeah. But it's uh, it's not that powerful. If it's as powerful as a Gear VR, you can play games on it, but uh, it's it's not it's not amazing. The main problem with mine was, because uh, I bought a Gear VR and my phone can run VR, but if I was doing two things at once, like if I was, say, downloading some games and then I was like, oh, while these are downloading, I'll play one of the things I've already downloaded. Yeah, it doing those two things at once, it would just overheat, and after like two minutes, it would say, "Take the phone out. It's gonna, it's overheating. Fuck. It's gonna blow." <laughs> Pretty much. So I worry that they might be uh, running the Not danger of it overheating. Much. Yeah, but um, it's, it's interesting. Interesting that you know VR is taking off. And I guess I'm excited to see where other companies take it and, you know, the other uses for VR, I guess, you know. If oh, Facebook takes it... On. That's what you're talking about. Pretty much. Um, if, if if Facebook if Facebook releases a VR headset, well, I can't pull Pornhub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if Facebook is taking it on, they might take it in a different direction to, obviously, the game-centric way that, you know, Oculus and HTC and, you know, Samsung and Google. Well, Facebook, um, Facebook is Oculus. Oh well, yeah, Facebook is Oculus, isn't it? But you know, what I mean, is that you know, hopefully, if it's an all-inclusive unit, hundred and fifty-three quid. Yeah, let's see what it does. Uh, let's see how good it is. I still think it's quite fucking expensive. Well, then you're not going to like what I have to say and what have we been playing, because I spent 
some money on things this week. I'm just saying from my point of view. Oh, you know, yeah. I, know. Like, I think, you know, I think my point of view is skewed because I haven't, you know, experienced VR. So I don't understand it. At yet. all? No, I've never experienced VR, oh, really. Oh, my God. Um, so this is it. Like, I think if I experience VR, if I really immerse myself in it, then I'll start seeing that price and going worth it, you know. Okay, so I think I think soon I think I need to come to Manchester visit and you know start start experiencing VR. Sure, <laughs> that'd be that'd be fun. I'll record you and put you on the internet while you're screaming like a little girl. Yeah, sounds good. And you screaming like a little girl will give Rob a massive erection. Hundred percent. He's probably jerking it now. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. <laughs> if he's not asleep, he's. He's wanking. If he's not asleep, he's wanking. That's our Rob. All right. Yeah, I do. Anyway, that. as I said before, I heard there was amazing music that you're going to put on this podcast and everyone's going to love it. Yeah, I do. I do have some music. Uh, yeah, see? This week, don't be too optimistic. Fucking hell. This week, I'm kind of feeling maybe a bit of classic uh, Mario music, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Have you... Have you? Um. Yeah, actually, take... I'm, uh, what I was about to say is that have you ran that past Rob actually no take it run with it fucking do whatever you want Gareth right. we don't need his approval this week that is true run okay I'm off see you after run, the music run do it <laughs> hello everybody this week we're keeping it very simple not much to say uh, by playing some music from Classic Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I apologise because you will have it stuck in your head all day after hearing this, but uh, it's worth it because this is one of the just best pieces of music from video games, if we're being completely honest. So, from Super Mario Brothers 2, this is the Overworld theme.
Alright, so that was some beautiful music, Gareth. Why did you pick that music? Well, that was music that I told you I was going to play before. Oh, so you did. Uh, good job. Oh, so, yeah. Dave. Well yeah. You know what we have forgot to mention for this entire What's podcast? That? Is that you have a game to review <gasps> that yes. isn't even out for like 10 days or some shit. So I say, I've got an actual genuine um, early access. Um, and this wasn't a mobile game no. which we had a PC port you know a computer port for uh, it was it was a genuine amazingly exclusive game yeah, um, you, can I just say props to you because you heard the words you know yeah. Sim City like for console and you said I want to try that and I thought went, no you don't you know what? <laughs> But you, you I'm going to give it. that a bash yeah. and everyone else is like, no, you don't. Seriously, <laughs> it sounds shit. <laughs> you went for it. So what was the game you've played slash are about to review, Dave? Um, the game is called Avon Colony. Um, now, it's been going around Steam uh, recently for the... You can get the preview bundle, okay, which means that you get it like a day early. So I'm still playing it before those peeps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and what it is, it's a so as you can possibly tell from the game is that, or from the title, is that it's a colony, um, SimCity style simulator, really, mm-hmm. um, similar to that of SimCity meets Civilizations. That's how I kind of describe it. Okay, um, Civilizations so, is good. I like that game. So yeah. I'm intrigued. Um, so the concept is that you. Oh, so it's far in the future and we've started to colonize um, space. So we have a major space station which like houses a lot of these exposition um, parties. And their job is to find a habitable planet with resources and to generate a colony on that planet. Okay, and okay. that's what each scenario is. So you go to a different planet with a different terrain, with different challenges, and the sole objective is to generate a working and complete um, society and colony um, by expanding it. So you expand your workforce, which means you can unlock different ways of mining, you can unlock different you know, jobs to do, and... You know, different things unlocking, like your colony expands and you need to keep them happy, like SimCity. But then you need to also weigh up the politics and you need to weigh up what your what your colony needs compared to what it wants. And, you know, the pros and cons of spending the money in certain places and, you know, what what section of society am I going to make happy? Am I making the workers happy or am I making the traders happy? So there's, it starts off very simplistic Mm -hmm. and it, you know, guides you through. So the first mission you're on an earth like planet. Um, it has genuinely good, um, well, average everything pretty much. So there's a decent amount of mining capabilities, um, there's a decent amount of farming capabilities. You've got enough space where you don't really need to think much about where you place things. Um, and yeah, so everything is kind of done for you. Now, the game is really good in the sense that 
you can follow like a tutorial guided way of building the city and they do it through tasks and objectives and they you know make suggestions and you get rewards for completing the suggestions but it makes it very clear from the get-go that you can build your city or your colony however you want um which i found a lot better when i came to it a second time so what happened was yeah, is that um there's there's quite a steep learning curve and i think the game wants you to learn this way okay so the tutorial is quite literally there's two tutorials it's called basics and advanced that's it <laughs> all right the basics literally tell you how to move the camera select things to build um identify the the things that you would want to build for example like house and districts this is a mining district or like this is a this is a mine you need to place that onto a material you can't just place it anywhere and they start mining rock you need to actually place it on material like and little things like that and then the advanced stuff is oh this is the overlays that you can put on to see your political sway and where crime is most and where people are starving <laughs> and things like that and you're like okay fantastic and it literally just goes great you're now ready to play the game <laughs> it doesn't tell you anything about how best to play it it doesn't tell you how things like roads are super important <laughs> like you know the layout of your city seriously matters and you need to you know think about where you place things um it doesn't tell you about air filtration or it doesn't tell you about how people like certain types of food and how to get those types of food um literally nothing it just kind of throws you in at, at the deep end and again like i said it slowly guides you through it but i didn't realize it so i followed all the missions and i thought i was doing quite well i was surviving and what happens is is that you farm like copper or like you mine for copper and this you can turn into building materials called nanites um and i was chugging along quite happily i had about four copper mines going everything was fantastic my nanites were growing quite steadily i was building everything willy-nilly everything was fantastic uh i thought yeah these mines won't run out and then literally as i thought that all four of my mines ran out there's no more copper oh no and I was like, uh, crap. So no more copper, which means no more nanites, which means I can't repair, build, or make anything. And I mean, like, anything. That sounds bad. And then, no, it was just shockingly bad, because it means that... Because um, what happens in the game is that it goes for, like, a weather cycle. So it's like Game of Thrones. You have summer, and then you have winter. Literally, that's it. Okay. Um winter quite literally is coming in the game and it tells you winter is coming and when winter comes you get thunderstorms you get hailstorms you get like to like extremely cold weather so people are more volatile and your crops are worse so you really need to like store a lot of food okay because you go through obviously you go through more food than you're producing in the winter um but due to the thunderstorms and due to the hailstorms, your buildings break, which means that you need nanites to repair them. If they if they're not repaired, then you can have what happened to me: um, a skyscraper sky, collapsed and killed about 120 people. 
bloody hell, what? Yeah. It got real all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to reload. I'm not going to have that many deaths. It was quite tragic. You know, like, have you you played SimCity? Uh, no, I've played Civ. Not yeah, so in SimCity, similar, like, um, like, natural disasters can happen and you kind of got to, like, damage control yeah. in a way to be like, oh, crap. Um, you know, there are no real enemies. It's literally just the weather and things like the plague and <laughs> alien infections. Okay. They call it the plague. It made me laugh. They actually call it the plague. Um, but it's just an alien infection. Um, there's two infections. One infects people and the other one infects your crops. So if your crops are infected and you don't have to correct antibodies, it means that that farm will just become infected and you would have to destroy it. So, you know, you're, you're more, it's more you versus the elements um, in the game. Okay. But, like, back to my... Like, so without nanites, it means that I can't build anything. It means my farms don't um, produce food as well as they can and it also means because the end game at this point is to build a like monument to be like in Civ it'll be a, a cultural victory yeah to be like here's your monument you're fantastic now you can move on um now it required about 600 nanites which takes quite a bit of farming to do okay um and I just realised I was absolutely fucked from that point on. And by the way, at this point, I'd been playing for about five and a half hours. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, there's literally nothing I can do. <laughs> um, so on the next playthrough, I looked into the help menu and I realised that you can farm these, like, alien spores, which can make a sludge, which then can be turned into copper, which can then be used to make nanites. Okay, so, so like you, it sounds like there's a, a lot more depth to this there's game. There's a lot than more depth to the originally. game, which I didn't expect. And, you know, it kind of comes out of nowhere, but it's quite a nice challenge. Um, because, like I said, I was playing five and a half hours. I failed, but wanted to continue. Yeah. Like, I had learned so much in that five and a half hours about how the game was played that I wanted to use what I had just learned to, like, make it better. Um,. The only downside that I've got about the game so far is that because it's like a political scale, so every four cycles, they call them, so four years, mm -hmm. um, every four winters, you have a uh, a referendum, pretty much. They call them referendums. And everybody elects to... If you're doing a shit job, it's game over, pretty much. So you can't just ignore the people. You can't just build really cramped sleeping quarters and, you know, them be happy. Because if they're not happy, they won't vote for you, which means that someone else comes in, it's game over. So you've got to start again. Yeah. Um, so every four years there's a referendum and, like, you really have to think, like, and this is what I learned, is that you have to think about where you're positioning your workforce like, so where are they live in compared to where they work. But the thing that annoys me is that unless they're literally working next to where they live, they will never be happy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, ever. Okay. So literally, I placed a mine um, and about four farms quite close to each other. And then 
in the centre of it, connected all by nice, lovely roads, there was a skyscraper which holds like 150 people. Okay. But every single referendum, I got 85% of the vote, which is quite high. And this is the best playthrough that I could get. Okay. 85% because 15% of people weren't happy with the amount of travelling they have to do. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, right, this is weird. So there's an overlay for that. So I did the overlay to see where the, what, so each housing district, it will tell you with like arrows where, where the people living there work. Okay. And literally every single person was working within close proximity to where they lived as close as I could physically get it, you know? Without it being quite literally next to the place where they work, it's as close as I can physically get it. And all the arrows are green, which represents this is a feasible distance for people to travel. Because I tested it, I just went, okay then, if I put a skyscraper and there's only one skyscraper over the other end of the map, and I put all of my mines over this end of the map... And then it's like a massive, great big red arrow to say that everyone who works in this skyscraper has to travel an unfeasible distance to get to work. So all the arrows are green, but mm-hmm. yet my main complaint was I travel too far for work. So I just feel like you're never going to get that happiness scale to a, the correct point. Right. And also like roads, like unless there's like a, unless 95% of your colony is a road, I don't think these people are ever going to be happy Um, because everything needs to be connected to each other. Everything needs to be connected by a road in its own section. So like I said, I'm really enjoying it. So I completed the earth map. I'm halfway through due to wedding commitments. Um, I'm halfway through a desert map now. Okay. So there's different challenges, you know, um in the earth map it was just getting used to the game and making sure i think space was the main challenge in the earth map because you had like rocks that you couldn't build over or demolish so you have to kind of work around the terrain um but in the desert map it's quite open but it means that there's not there's not a lot of water there's not a lot of water so you need to use different you need to research different technology to get water and moisture from the air and that's your main focus now to, you know, so my main focus wouldn't really be space or like housing. It will be, there's loads of resources. Like there's so much copper. It's ridiculous. Um, so building is not going to be the issue, but the issue will be keeping my people fed and watered because I can't grow crops because it's a desert. <laughs> so I need to like work out different ways of doing it. So like I said, each, each mission there's a new challenge there's a slightly comical story line to it where like you're like the best commander ever to exist and there's a hint that you saved earth from like from like collapse okay so um the storyline obviously needs a bit buffering out i haven't really experienced a lot of it but like i said i i love this game like honestly, I think if it's in early access at the minute, and I think they're gonna develop it a bit more, um, it's really positive start. Like each map has taken me so far. Well, to complete the Earth map, it took me about eight hours in total, mm-hmm. and that was just the successful playthrough. 
in total, including my two failed play playthroughs, it was about 20 hours just on that map um, I spent. So, and that's no over-exaggeration. I generally did spend like about 20 hours on that map and Jeez. it just hooks you, honestly. Like there's a trading system in it. There's a money system in it. So it can go quite advanced quite quickly, mm -hmm. but you feel when playing it, like me thinking back, I thought, shit, that, that moved real quick. But then, In reality, actually, it was like over the space of six hours. Yeah, but that's it, yeah. <laughs> it was over the space of six hours, and they fully prep you and prepare you for it. And I welcome the challenge. Like, I think it's nowhere near as advanced or complicated as Civ. Okay. Civilizations, not nowhere near. Like, um, because you're not competing against anyone else and there's not that element to it. You're literally competing against yourself and the elements and it's more of a micromanagement system. But once you get used to the system, you are excited about researching new things and spending your resources appropriately and seeing how you can improve social aspects so that you get the best votes and making sure that, you know, your colony chief is happy and that you've got enough immigrants and, you know, you've got enough food and you're trying to get your water level to like, the best purification rating possible <laughs> and things like that. Like, it's quite advanced, but got a very simplistic and easy-to-use interface. So, you know, I'm really enjoying using it and I've, I'd highly recommend it to people who like SimCity or Rollercoaster Tycoon or those simulation type games and those building games. But if you're a Civ Civilizations player, I think it'll be too simplistic for you. And, you know, so for me, it's a perfect middle ground. Like, it's not, it's not cartoony enough to be a SimCity game. But it's not serious enough to be a Civilizations game. So right. it's smack bang in the middle for me. And it's a perfect combination of the both. So, you know, I'm I'm loving it. And I think, you know, I'm going to be playing this for way after it's been released. Well, and I think I'd also encourage as well people to go out there and um, get the pre-order. You know, if you're, if you're into that sort of building, um, like I said, Civilizations, SimCity style gameplay... I'd probably more liken it to Rollercoaster Tycoon, Zoo Tycoon, you know, the Tycoon franchise. A lot of people like those games a lot. Yeah, exactly. If you're a Tycoon player, then this will be the next step, you know? Hmm. Because I used to love playing the Tycoon games, and I've, I've absolutely loved playing the Avon Colony game. And I think that it's a good level of challenge. Um, and a really good, interesting base. You know, it's basic. It it doesn't go into detail and if anything i feel like there's a bigger enemy coming yeah so i think that later on in the missions there will be something big that you have to tackle and you know it's it's quite exciting in a way so yeah giving it really high ratings you cool. know well that game comes out on july 25th so it's like a week yeah. away a week away and like i said if you're into those tycoon games i would highly recommend buying the preview uh, the pre-order preview on the, um, on Steam, it is it is pretty excellent. Wow, Uncharted Ground, a, a review copy of a game that's actually good. Yeah, precisely. I was about to say it's um it's a lot better than a dating sim on the Xbox One. A hundred percent better than that. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, there's like so much in the game. I could talk for hours about it, but you know, that's my concise, <laughs> um, as concise as I can be. Well, review. It's twenty minutes, but that's I understand what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I can see this at all. But yeah, like you said before, I've heard that you um spent some money, go. I um, you know, I heard of a deal, not from you. <laughs> I so heard I'm... of a deal from a man. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't from you, so I wasn't sure if I should trust it. But I heard Oculus Rifts were being sold for four hundred pounds. Instead of yeah. the normal 600. Which is pretty good. It's not bad. 200 quid off of some of the 600 pounds is uh, quite a lot. So I said, hey, okay. I'll have one of those Oculus Rifts, please. Here is my hard-earned money. And they said, that's how shops work. So here's an Oculus Rift. <laughs> well, I guess I can't just take your money because that's stealing. Here's your Oculus Rift. <laughs> Uh, so I now own an Oculus Rift. Uh, I got it on Saturday, which at this point was, what, four or five days ago? Four yeah, days about, ago? Yeah, about, um, yeah. And it's amazing. Um, it, it So I had played an Oculus Rift before, but before the touch controllers came out for it. Um, and that was cool. That was, you know... Oh, you're in a place, and oh, you turn around, and you can see behind you, and oh. Yeah. It, it was kind of, it was fun, but it was a novelty. Whereas with the yeah. touch controllers, like, the leap from no virtual reality to virtual reality was, like, a big leap, but virtual reality without touch controllers to virtual reality with touch controllers is, like, it's like a fucking huge jump forward in quality, like... Just oh, serious. That feeling of like, I reach out and I grab something in a virtual world and my character picks it up and then I can just like look at it and turn it round in my hand as if I actually was holding onto it. It's like, it it's, it's almost games aren't games anymore. Yeah. It's, I don't know how, how to describe it. Like you're not, playing a game you're just inside of the experience yeah i see what you're saying this like i played um super hot vr from start to finish in one go oh um and that was like there's no Is it good it's very very good yeah but there's no like penalty for death you know you just if you die you just restart from the previous bit yeah and you just get to like, throw knives in people's faces again, which that's not really a punishment. Yeah, it's um, more like a time trial type game, isn't it? How awesome can I make this scenario look? Oh, you died. Okay, that didn't work. Right, next. Yeah, and it's a bit puzzly. It's like, okay, here's the scenario you've laid out in front of me. How do I use the tools you've given me to get out of it? Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of sussing it out, moving your body. Like, there's a bit where um, you are stood on a podium with like three people stood around you all with guns drawn at you and they just shoot at you and you have to last like a minute. So you're just dodging in and out of bullets, ducking them, <laughs> like hiding behind, like there's a post in the middle of the thing you're stood on. So you're like putting the post between you and a guy and then you'll hear the a guy fire his gun behind you to the right so you know a bullet's coming from there. So you're like duck down. You don't even have to turn around to check because you... Heard it you just coming. know, yeah. 
Um, it's like a whole different... You are just in a different place when you put the helmet on. But with controllers that... The touch controls are really comfortable in your hand. Like They just sit really nicely. It doesn't feel like you're really holding anything after a while. It just feels like your hands. Um, and it just puts you inside it in a way that I didn't think it was going to. Because my friend's got an Oculus. He lives in London. He has the touch controllers and he raves about it. But, you know, I had tried an Oculus. And I was like, this is cool, but it's not amazing. But like I said, yeah. the leap from just Oculus to Oculus with those controllers is like, I couldn't even fathom it. Whereas now it just, I think what's crazy is how quickly everything becomes second nature. Like uh, there's a game called Toy Box, which is just, yeah. there's no objective. Yeah. You just get dropped into a room and there's a load of shit about and you're like, pick up a ray gun and shoot the wall. Or there's a slingshot and you pick that up. and But then you can do that with a friend. So they come wow. in over the internet and like it's like the person's in the room with you like they have positional audio so if i turn around and he's talking it sounds like somebody behind me is talking you know then i turn around and oh that's spooky yeah oh no and you can like just little things like he'll be I'll, like first time i was in it i was like okay so what uh, what does what and he's like his character's like pointing like okay that that'll shrink you or uh, like this fires uh, makes the tank the little toy tank fire at things so uh, but his fingers like actually pointing at things and it's his mannerisms you know i've i've yeah. known him for years and the way he speaks is very much like he uses his hands a lot to like exclaim he's a bit like a politician and you know they're yeah. very much like here's my hands to emphasize the point i'm making this is my hand i'm talking yeah and he was the guy was just it was just him i didn't question it i just knew it was him even though it was like his guy set to look like a detective, like with a hat on and like an overcoat, but yeah. it just was him, and it, it like my brain just accepted it so quickly. Yeah, my my cousin was ranting and raving about it. Like he recently bought the ox the, the Oculus as well. Um, and yeah, he said that there was a there's like a games room game that you can get where you can like play pool or darts with people. Mm-hmm. and he said that it was just that's how he spends his evenings now like it's him <laughs> and two of his mates playing darts in a pub virtual pub yeah but like you said like he he's just saying is that he's got a room which is quite small and he's just sitting down or sometimes he stands and like has a drink but he says it's so odd to be that immersed in something which you're so convinced isn't real yeah, like it, you know, he he said it's like before, like I load I, I load it up on the computer and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, yeah, it's just a fucking game. And then when I put it on my head, like I put the helmet on and I pick up the controllers, and now it's not just a game. I'm actually socialising with my friends, playing pool, and having a chat. And like you said, it's it, it's like he's actually there. Yeah, there's something called rec room, um, which is like it's kind of like a chat room, <laughs> but obviously you're a little guy inside and you just. You can teleport around and you, you, there's just shit everywhere. So like you can pick up a frisbee and start throwing it between people and it'll give you a high score as to how many catches you make. Or there's just basketballs lying around and hoops. You're just throwing, trying to get as far a basket as you can. Or there's just like uh, bottles of water and you can just throw them in people's faces. But it's just everyone in there 
is just a real person and it has that thing as well where I don't know if you ever experienced this when you were maybe a young teenager like I did but I was very shy and then when I would get home and go on like MSN I was like I was pretty confident because I was just yeah there was that barrier of like it's not really me it's me typing and there's like this barrier of the internet between me and the person I'm talking to so I can be confident and cool and funny it's the same thing with the Oculus, you know? I'm looking at a guy in Rec Room who is very cartoony looking, from America, sounds like a big burly bloke, and I'm just talking to him about, like, how awesome VR is. I'm not even thinking yeah. about, like... Normally, I'm really socially awkward around new people. But it's just, yeah, and you're just having a chinwag with someone who's you never met. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucking crazy. And I That's all I did last night. I just came home. Went on rec room, was playing charades with people, playing a bit of pinball, not pinball, paintball. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know, man. It's kind, of, it's kind of scary because everything everyone worries about with VR is totally true. You just look <laughs> forward to going into there more than being in the real world and shit. Uh, I, I don't know if that novelty will wear off, but for now, like... Probably will. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. As soon as I, like, stop talking to you, I'm probably just going to go into rec room and just start talking to people. <laughs> made a friend uh, from California yesterday there's a guy who had a YouTube channel and I was like oh what's your YouTube channel and he was like don't, you don't need to look at my YouTube channel and I was like I have one as well I know exactly what you mean by, by yeah that. exactly yeah it's, uh, it's there. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, I don't know it's kind of impossible to describe if you've not experienced it Um, but I I'm a believer and all it cost me was over a grand for this PC and 400 quid. Yeah, I was that. So <laughs> the thing is, yeah, is that you've, you've actually kind of convinced me it's worth it. But now I'm thinking, I just don't have 400 quid. Yeah, I mean, I was already basically there. Like, my computer, I've got a really good computer. It can run virtual reality anyway. So it was kind of just, I was kind of just waiting for the price to drop and for me to have the money. And it all came together at this exact perfect time. It was all just perfect. Yeah, like so, I, yeah. I got a tax rebate for almost exactly the amount an Oculus was reduced to two days oh, before they reduced yeah, the price. Yeah, that is just that's just that's just fucking fight. Yeah, is. so I I, I realise I'm coming from a position of it basically cost me nothing to get it, and I already had the PC, so that was cheap. Like, but man, I I do not regret spending all that money. Like within about ten minutes of putting it on, I didn't regret it. It's, yeah, it's it was worth it. The only downside is because, you know, there's not that many games available for it. They kind of charge whatever they want. So it'll yeah. be like, hey, it's a table tennis game. 20 quid. And it's like, come on, I'm going to play this once. It probably won't be that good. Don't make me pay 20 quid. So I've, I've only stuck to the free stuff so far. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it's going to take for me to want to <laughs> spend money on a game. I guess when the novelty wears off on the games that you're playing at the minute, that's when you'll start exploring what other... what What's the difference between paid and free games? Like, are they more immersive? Are they... And I guess that's what you'll start exploring. Is that, you know, is it worth it? Is this just someone trying to get 20 quid out of me for a shitty game? Um, you know. Yeah, it's intriguing. And, like, the thing, I guess... Um... Mm -hmm that I'm not looking forward to is the idea of like a fully triple a game being made just for Oculus. 
I don't want to be yeah. in there for, for a 30 <clears throat> hour game. Like, I think that's it, yeah. It's like jacking into the Matrix. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> exactly, know? yeah. Whereas I like these. 30 hours. <laughs> 30 hours is such a long. It probably won't be 30 hours. But I like these just experiences. Super Hot was kind of experience. It's like an hour and a half to two hours. You do some cool action shit and then it's over. Like, that was fun. I don't want to, like, have to play whatever the next Elder Scrolls is, 800 hours of RPG in it. Just imagine that. I just want to... That's the kind of thing I just want to play comfortably because it's it's not comfortable to be in VR. You have a massive thing over your face. You have to be facing sensors the whole time, otherwise it's sort of not comfortable. You can't see what you're doing. I ended up punching my table like eight times last night by accident. Um, <laughs> but for those kinds of experiences, the more chilled out things, it's it's kind of crazy how awesome it is. But it's four hundred pounds, and the games. Are I think all really I'm looking expensive. forward to testing yours out. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's, it's pretty cool. But that, yes, yeah, it's not exactly a game. But that's what I've been doing with my time recently. But it's still relevant, and like I said, um, I think I will be spending my downtime because I'm off work on Friday. That's my last day. Oh, really? So. Yep, last day of work, and then I'm probably just going to be completing Avon Colony and watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> cool, man. That sounds awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds really like I'm. I generally am looking forward to just wasting some time on it. <laughs> Is it because the, then, it's the wedding coming up? Yeah, when? so it'll be the build up to the wedding, but all of the. Um, all of the appointments are in the evening. Right. Because my wife-to-be is still working. So um, I'll have the whole day to uh, just play play, play Avon Colony. I just realised we've been way too positive and enthusiastic. Uh, I was about to say, we've been well fucking positive this this, this whole episode. Yeah, people are going to be too freaked out that none of... They're going to be like, whoa. Uh, ...negativity or... Yeah, because let's be honest, if Rob was here, he would have sh- fucking shat all over your Oculus this. He would have fucked me in the ass for buying one. Exactly. He would have proper just laid into you. He's probably... He's, he's listening to this now, when you eventually release it. He'll be listening to it on the train, and he will be fucking screaming at his phone. Yeah. In response to you actually having purchased an Oculus Rift. I'm not looking forward to the messages I get off him. It's all right. It'll be worth it. You know, next episode, he'll be back to his negative self and we'll have to start actually being critical about games again. Oh, wow. I might actually find something wrong with Avon Colony. <laughs> <laughs> i come back and be like, fucking hell, found it. <laughs> Turns out there's paedophiles in it. Fucking hell. <laughs> Everywhere. Fucking you can spawn Jimmy Savile. <laughs> it's wrong. Uh, you could... Though the... the... It, there's there is an issue with the Oculus where there's a lot of children playing it. A surprising amount of children in Rec Room. If you were a paedophile, and I'm not it saying I'm not saying paedophiles should buy the Oculus Rift, but if you are a paedophile, you it's could. A good way to meet it's youngers. a good way to meet small children. Mm, just saying. And so, on that positive note, <laughs> I think we should end. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> 
Why can why can't we just end when it was all nice? <laughs> it wouldn't be the Game Central podcast if it ended on something nice. That's true. Oh. But yeah, a slightly solo effort this week, I guess, without Rob. His presence has been missed. But a positive one, which has been a nice change. Yes. And watch everyone just unsubscribe. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know. Well, they haven't been bitching for two hours. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> no talk about raping women. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think it is? <sighs> anyway, um, until next time, um, carry on playing. Um, download Avon Colony and spend £400 on an Oculus Rift these yes. are our two uh, recommendations for this week especially if you want to fuck small children precisely especially if you want to get into the pants of small kids bye <laughs> bye <laughs>